G'day humans, what's a good word? Chris Fundy here with Rudy as Alex for one final time this year. Yes, I'm stumbling over my words because it is hot in Queensland. How are you, my friend? I'm really good. It was fucking hot and humid a couple of days ago and then we had this huge, well, no pun intended, thunderstorm and and now it's all cooled down and lovely again. So sucks to you, Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cyclone moved further and further and further north and I'm in the clear and uh, we hope all those up at uh, Cairnsport, Douglas Way are doing all right. Yeah. But uh, Poor buggers. Yeah, not not a nice thing to go through before Christmas. No. No, the only cyclones they should be enjoying is a Calippo cyclone. Because how good are those? <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm going to actually have to get one the next time I knock off. <laughs> it's been so long the since I had one. Oh, they're so good, though. But I suppose that the next time we're going to be talking is going to be after New Year's. At least uh, on the show, we'll be chatting uh, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom and I guess AEW's World's, was it? World End? World's End? World's End, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, well, at least there's a bit more built up for both those shows as we'll uh, finish off with some Ring of Honor and other notes. But uh, I suppose given how big the last three winter is coming, Dynamites have been from AEW. Of course, 2020, you have it's Sting debuting and uh, Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley. 2021, you had the Hangman Adam Page defending against Brian Danielson, ending in a 60-minute time-limit draw, getting five stars from Meltzer. Last year, you had the shock upset of Action Andretti defeating Chris Jericho. I mean, the follow-up over the past year hasn't exactly been great for poor old Action Andretti. But you also had match four in the best-of-seven series of Death Triangle versus the Elite. So yeah. what would 2023 <laughs> bound, uh, not bound for glory, <laughs> winter is coming be remembered for? Fucking Kenny Omega's shit-ass fucking promo where he stumbles all over his words and calls himself the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah Jesus that Christ, something. that sucked. Um, so it's fitting this show is called Winter is Coming because AEW is ice cold right now. And fucking I think a nice. large part of that is this tournament, the Continental Classic that's going on taking up so much fucking TV time. Yeah. And I get some people are really into it, but here's the problem. It's 2023. You can watch almost any show, including WWE, and you'll find good wrestling. Yeah. You need more than good wrestling now, and AEW had that. I don't know if they still do or not, but... um. Good to know they're promoting the show on Friday, an hour and 33 minutes into the show, and we get our first mention of, hey, Ring of Honor's on pay-per-view this Friday. When would you say AEW was at its hottest? Would you say around that summer of 2021, like around All Out 2021? When did they go back to live crowds? 2021? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, around that time period. Yeah. From Road Rager to All Out Chicago 2021 is when they were at their peak. Yep. And it's sort of been a slide downhill since. Yeah, and you would say right now is their coldest, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it has to be. Since since Wembley 
this year, it has been one of the coldest periods of this company. So what did they have in 2021 around All Out that they don't have now? Punk. Punk and Cody. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it was cool to shit on Cody in AEW, but fuck me, it hasn't been that good since he left. The only, fucking, the only fucking shining spot since Cody left was all the punk stuff, for better or for worse. Yep. Um, so you're a big fan of Cody. Now that we're, what, two, maybe a year and a half removed from Cody leaving, do you yep. think Cody should have turned heel and stayed in the company for another six months and seen how that worked? Yep. And if you did, do you think AEW would be just as hot as before Cody would have turned hypothetically? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, although I do think Cody turning heel wasn't the exact answer they needed. Because Cody proved that he, and he still is proving that he is better off as a face. Yeah, yeah, no disagreement from me. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, but yeah, yeah. in in reality, oh, testy pop, in reality, it was the fucking fans that basically ruined Cody's AEW run. So you're saying the fans single-handedly killed this company's top run? I mean... Easy job, easy job, easy job. Uh, I mean, fucking, now every other day on Twitter I'm saying shit about, like, oh, 2019 Cody and AEW was so fucking awesome. And, like, the only fucking difference between 2019, like, late 2019, going for Chris Jericho's world title, AEW Cody, was that the fans were actually behind him. There was... No, it was the exact same fucking character. And he's the exact same character right now as he was in AEW. Yet the WWE fans are fucking accepting of it. And for some unknown reason, that they shat all over it in AEW because Cody wins, LOL. Yeah, it because, might be. Yeah, like at some point, like, you got to wonder if AEW fans are just a bit too smart for their own fucking good. Yes, yeah, both speaking about fans being too smart for their own good. What's going on with Brian Danielson threatening to fine everyone for using social media? Yeah, well, apparently he has fined some people. Is this from credible outlets? Because the only sources I saw saying he uh, fined anyone because I haven't been online as much with work being busy was uh, Facebook groups. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure who the source was, but I'm pretty sure I saw Sean Ross Sapp post about it. So if he's posted about it, it's it's legit, but I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I love how we were promoting that Von Erics will be on Winter is Coming, and it's just a backstage promo saying, hey, Orange Cassidy goes, hey, you want team with me in a trios match on Rampage. 
like, yeah, sure, I guess. That yeah, was our the... extent of the Von Erickson here. Not even promoting the movie uh, The Iron Claw, which will be out in select Australian cinemas. I do recommend you go see it if you can. Yeah, but to be fair, I'm not sure if the Von Erichs have actually anything to do with the movie or not. But he, Okay, well, that part's fair. But here's the thing. We're using the Von Erichs' return to national TV. Granted, it's the third generation, and I, I'm guessing if we're not counting their time in TNA. Which we, was a cup of coffee anyway. But this is going to go head-to-head with your Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Oh, my fucking God. This and you know how it. much Texas loves Savon Eriks? Yep. We'll speak about the uh, the Ring of Honor numbers because I do have it here. And when I saw it, I audibly said, what the fuck? But we'll get there shortly. Uh, Joe's promo to kick off the show, incredibly forgettable. The Winnipeg Jets promo, incredibly forgettable. The Golden Jets, not the Winnipeg Jets. Um, no, that's what Kenny said they're called now. <laughs> Yeah, fucking idiot. Uh, we got a soft chant at one point, very quietly. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Um, okay, a few other notes I have here from Winter is Coming without getting into all the results. Master Briscoe is somebody who you could have spent the past year from his return uh, after the family sadness tragedy with his brother to build up to dethrone Joe for that TV title at yep. this pay-per-view rather than Joe vacate, to yep. challenge for the Ring of Honor world title, win that title, he never won, you know? And big family moment, much like last year, all the families ringside. Instead, no, he's jobbing in this Bound for Glory series. Yep. Jay White is ice-fucking-cold now. It's been a month. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Bound for glory happened. And uh, Eddie Kingston needs to win both his remaining matches and have all the results go his way to qualify for the final or he loses his titles in the most Vince Russo of ways since WCW. Yep. He probably will, though. He probably... That's probably the story they're going to tell. If if it isn't, that's fucking stupid. But I, I have a feeling that's what they're going to do. So he needs to win against, uh, let's see, he needs to win against Garcia, who's winless, and this is Eddie Kingston, win against Garcia, who's winless, and win against Andrade El Idolo. However, that would only put him on nine, and he would have the tiebreaker with Andrade provided... Brody King and Daniel Bryan lose their remaining matches. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. <laughs> so one of those remaining matches for Bryan is against Brody King. The other match for Bryan is against Claudio. Uh, Claudio. I-, I could see Bryan actually losing against Claudio. And sets up the final day match of Danielson, Brody King. Yeah. And then Brody needs to, uh, will face Daniel Garcia, who's winless at the moment. Yeah, and I could see Daniel Garcia getting a win against Brody. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, and then that put... Because there's no way Garcia goes the whole tournament without a win. Okay, so we have Andrade on nine, Kingston on nine in that scenario. Who do you have win out of Danielson and Brody King? Because there's no way Eddie Kingston can win this if either of those two win, because they'll have nine what, what and they'll have a tiebreaker. What happens if there's a tiebreaker? Have they said that? <laughs> they were saying on commentary, um, if both men are level on uh, the score points, it will go to their head-to-head record. So if it's Brody King and Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan wins and they're both on nine, Daniel Bryan will advance. Yeah, but what if it's a three-way? <laughs> uh, I guess then they work it out between the three of them. But at the moment, here's uh, my point. Which which means that there's definitely not going to be a three-way tie. So here's what I'm trying to get to. Eddie needs those people to go to a time limit draw to finish on seven with one point each so he can go through with nine. Even if Danielson or Brody can get to nine, they both have the tiebreaker victory against Kingston in their respective matchups. What if yeah. Daniel Danielson draws with Claudio time limit? Yeah. And then double count out with Brody. I'd put them on Brody and Danielson would be on seven each, yeah. And Brody loses to Garcia. So then, then Danielson and Brody would both be on well, Danielson would be on eight, wouldn't it? Because he would draw with Claudio and Brody. He'd be on eight, yeah. And then Kingston could sneak in and win it. Yeah. That would be very Eddie Kingston, but I don't see how they're going to get themselves out of that jam. Uh, mm. Looking at the gold league, we have a clear standout here of our top two being Moxley with a perfect record on 12 and Swerve with only the one blemish to Moxley on nine. And then at the bottom of the table, we have Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe, both with zero, fighting it out for a victory next week. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also Switchblade is on nine. Yep, which I'm going to predict that Moxley loses to Switchblade. And that's the tiebreaker and Switchblade goes through? Yep. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, although fucking Swerve should not have lost to Moxley. Just saying. He, he didn't so- need to lose to Moxley. He's so fucking hot right now, and the this tournament's actually cooling off Swerve as well. Uh, so let's see, who do we have who was hotter before this tournament? Uh, Moxley. Moxley's. Uh, he's, he's always the same. He's always like running kind of hot though. As Swerve. much as I don't get it, Moxley's always over as fuck. Swerve is has never been hotter. Never been hotter before this tournament. Rush? Yeah, nah. Mark Briscoe? Well, nah. Nah. Jay Jay Lethal? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Over as fuck. Of course not. Jay White? I mean, it was just fresh out of the main event of a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson? Oh, shit. Hang on. Um, hang on. 
Um, yeah, so Danielson, I mean, he's always hot, right? Yeah. Brody King? Uh, Brody King, no, not at all. Andrade, no. Claudio, no. Garcia, no. <laughs> Kingston, no. Yeah. Uh, that so, Blue yeah. League's actually fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of those matchups are just boring. Um, yep. What? <laughs> oh, also the closing shot. They're trying to run down all the matchups that we just sort of waffled through there and the league standings. And then it's like, somebody's getting jumped in the parking lot. Oh, it's a devil. Who could this be? I am done. Fuck off. This has been going on for what feels like six months now. Yeah, it's only been a few, but... Yeah, fucking this was It feels like an eternity. Hasn't this been going on before Jay White stole MJF's belt? Just mm, after Wembley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like the... No, didn't it happen... Didn't it first happen after? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just after All Out Chicago. No, I mean, so just... Like... I mean, just after Jay White stole the belt, and that's why the first attack happened, or uh, or was it like just after the first Jay White promo on MJF? I don't know. It was around that time period. Yeah. So, what will twenty twenty three winter is coming be remembered for? Moxley not bleeding in a TV match. Fuck me. It'll be remembered for. Fuck, it was that fucking horrible Jericho Omega promo. By the way, fucking Jericho, not funny. Big Billy Starks, how funny. You hear the fucking... The crowd had the same reaction I did. It was like, hang on, what's Billy Starks? That sounds familiar. And then I had to Google it, and I was like, oh, it's a person on their roster, and I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, good punchline, Jericho. <laughs> Ring of Honor, yeah, really like, popular. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking, that went over like a fucking lead balloon. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the matchups here were Hangman defeats Roderick Strong. Roderick can just fuck off yelling names. I love the kingdom, and I like Roderick Strong, and I like Adam Cole, but all this just needs to hurry the fuck up and fuck off. Yeah. Andrade defeated Brody King in a Blue League match. Rio defeated Ruby Soho, where the most entertaining part was Tony Storm on commentary. Uh, Roosh defeated Jay Lethal in a Gold League match. Jay White defeats Mark Briscoe in the Gold League. And main event, John Moxley defeats Swerve in the Gold League. Nothing really to write home about, was there? No, not at all. Uh, we'll get to Ring of Honor in a moment. Did you want to touch on... WWE tribute to the troops SmackDown or anything else really from the past week? I mean, the tribute to the troops SmackDown can be pretty much summed up quickly. It, it was a good SmackDown. It, nothing spectacular happened on it. A fun Sam Punk promo where he sort of shot on a few people and <laughs> had a funny little punchline about punching people backstage, but. Besides that, uh, it was a run-of-the-mill smackdown. Still good, though. Still good. Um, Charlotte injuring her knee. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, um, if I speak, I will be in big trouble, as Jose Mourinho would say. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, what about NXT King of the Mountain Iron Man match thing pay per view? Deadline. Uh, I didn't fucking watch that shit. Fuck off. Yeah, it's a stupid match type. We talked about this last year. I'm not a fan. I'm not watching a lot of NXT. The most interesting thing going on at the moment is Dominic walking around with the title belt, and it's gone. Yeah. Dragon Lee winning to uh, winning to gain the North American Championship from I mean, Dirty Dominic. I mean, it's good to have the NXT fucking championship belt on an NXT person. I'll give him that. Yes. That's true. Uh, with Rey Mysterio in Dragon Lee's corner. And there was a moment on um, the pre-show I saw going around. I think it was Sam Roberts saying, Rey Mysterio has used his nepotism here to get Dragon Lee a total shopping opportunity here at NXT <laughs> Deadline. I'm just like... Uh, that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be playing up the, uh, the heel panelists there. Um, yep. From all reports, the women's cage match was really good. I have not gone and watched it. But uh, yeah, anything neither. else of note from NXT? I uh, mean, Corbin losing? Yeah, sure. Um, Cora Jade returned. Yay! Which is awesome. Uh, she looks like a million bucks. She should be the person they're building around. And Sam Punk had a promo on NXT because he was still deciding where he was going to go and wow we really thought he was going to go to nxt yeah show show ring of honor tuesdays what it's really about (laughs) (laughs) jeez could you imagine um yeah oh did you see everybody criticize uh what's his name ridge holland over the work injury of Ilya dragunov yeah, I saw the criticism and I was like, that's clearly a fucking work bump he took. <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, uh, is everyone that fucking stupid now? We have NXT where everyone goes, it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. And then we the... have AEW where everyone's too smart for their own good. Yeah, yeah, we need a nice little fucking medium in between those. In between? Do you mean Impact? What the fuck is going on over at Impact at the moment? I haven't paid attention to them in a while. Oh, we can get there in a minute. How about we talk New Japan World Tag League Final? Oh, okay, okay. That sounds that, like that, a lot that, of... <laughs> that's a thing that's happening. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, semi-finals here. First from A Block was Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd taking on second place in B Block. Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi with Bushimon getting the win advancing to the finals. Over in the second semi-final saw uh, the first place from B block, Hikalelu and Al Fantasmo taking on our boys, Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols, who finished second in the A block. And Hikalelu and Al Fantasmo advanced. I mean, Hikalelu still one of our guys. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Come on, he's, we adopt all the key, good Kiwis. He's not even a Kiwi. Oh, no, I'm getting confused. <laughs> 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 well, 
wow, Chris gets cancelled. <laughs> but, um, yeah, gorillas and Pacific Islands, Samoa, yes. Uh, and we have the strong New Japan champions of Hikalelu and El Fantasmo versus the New Japan IWGP champions of Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. And this being for the IWGP title shot, Wrestle Kingdom and Goto and Yoshihashi win. Lol. What? So, yeah. hang on. Are Goto and Yoshihashi the champs? They're the current IWGP tag champs, yeah. So now what happens at Wrestle Kingdom? They get to pick their own opponent? Uh, since Bushimon are the reigning champions as a winners of tag league, they got the privilege to choose their opponents, which they chose the runners-up Gorillas of Destiny as their opponents with uh, the strong openweight tag team champions also on the line. Okay. Um, can you scroll back down to the fucking time of that final match? <laughs> that? 40 minutes yeah. and 30 seconds? <laughs> For a, like, no disrespect intended, but a 40-minute Hikuleu match? Come on yeah. now. Come on now. <laughs> um, and also, it's not like fucking Goto and Yoshihashi are fucking young fucking chips off the old block at the moment. They're, they've had more matches behind them than in front of them, right? <laughs> so, at this point, yes. Yeah. So, like, Jesus. Um, I mean, fair play. I don't know if the match was any good or not, but I'm just going to assume it wasn't at 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I assume what the story they told in 40 minutes could have been done in 20. Yeah, probably. Uh, just having a quick look here at some Aussies and Kiwis, Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols. Uh, losing to... Uh, who's that? That is Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano. Because, of right. course, Yano. And Coughlin and Kid, they also lost to, who ended up topping their, uh, their pool. Yeah. Uh, Hanare getting, uh, teaming up with Great Khan to get one, two, three, four wins on the block. But, of course, everyone wants to know how our boy Jack J. Bonza went with his uh, good mate, Bad Luck Farley. They won against... Uh, who is that? Taichi and Yuramura. They also won against uh, Yoda Suji and Zach Doka? The Doka? The Doka Jr., one of the uh, Lucha Libres from CML. So they only got the two wins. But, you know, they, they had a pretty good showing there by all accounts. Yeah. Of course, uh, New Japan decided to completely rework their... Uh, New Japan World feed at this time, so uh, the final was not broadcast live in English. Yeah. Okay, uh, quick look at Wrestle Kingdom 18, because this will be the last time before we chat, and then we can finish off with um, Ring of Honor, because, oh boy, there's a few talking points there. All right. So, Wrestle Kingdom, live, Tokyo Dome, January 4th. Let's see what we have announced. We have eight matches announced so far. Main uh, main eventing will be Sonata defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Tatsuya Naito. Yep. 
uh, it feels like five years too late. Indeed. Uh, singles match of Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Okay. Yeah, now that'll be a banger for sure. A freeway match for the inaugural IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. So this replacing the uh, recognised IWGP US Heavyweight Championship and Will Ospreay's renegade version, the IWGP UK Championship. Right. So it is Osprey versus John Moxley versus David Finley. Yeah, that's fine. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, David Finley's definitely winning that. I just want to see if there's an actual picture here of this championship. No, it doesn't seem there is. No. Okay. So uh, that'll probably get uh, released online sometime in the next coming days. We have who has been TV champ going on a year as they walk into this event. Zack Sabre Jr., who was at PWA earlier this year, defending champ against the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I mean, Tanahashi's in his putting people over phase now. So let's uh, not take the title off, Zach, yeah? <laughs> Do you put it on Tanahashi and have some young line, young boy upset Tanahashi and that's Maybe. the way to transition from this? Maybe, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Zack Sabre Jr. move up into the main event scene, but if it hasn't happened by now, why would it happen? Haven't we been saying that for like 10 years, it feels like? Yeah. Actually, yeah, it probably has been about 10 years that I have been watching New Japan on the regular. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, as we mentioned before, Bushimon, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihachi, the IWGP Tag Team Champs, versus Gorillas of Destiny, members, Hikalelu and Al Fantasmo, the strong openweight champions, in a winner-takes-all tag team championship match. Okay, because the last time fucking they did that, there was a good payoff to a tag team having both those sets of belts. Jesus Christ. Wasn't it Aussie Open and they got injured? It was Aussie Open and they left the fucking company. <laughs> That's right, they did. Because they... Reports came out that they went to New Japan for contracts and New Japan was like, no. And they went to AEW and Tony's like, here, sign. Yeah. Uh, uh, Also, tag team junior heavyweight match, uh, tag team junior heavyweight tag team match, uh, Bullet Club War Dogs, Clark Connors and Driller Maloney, the defending champs against Catch 2-2, TJP and Francisco Akira. Yeah, whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn break for Alex, it sounds like. Uh, we also have, for the Junior Heavyweight Championship, Hiromu Takahashi defending against Al Desperado. Um, yeah, that'll be a good match. But, okay, have we not built anyone else new in this Junior Heavyweight division? Because it feels like I see this match every fucking year. Yeah. Well, here's where I thought when Kushida sort of came back that they were going to set up for Hiromu versus Kushida at the Dome, and then Kushida's like, no, I'm going to go and sign with Impact. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) And uh, also announced for the Never 
Openweight Championship, Shingo Takage versus Tama Tonga. Uh, mm. Sure. Yeah, Surprised? Um, um, go on. I just don't know if that's the best use of Shingo, but whatevs. Yeah, at least he's out of that um, god-awful King of Pro Wrestling division. Yep. Jesus Christ, what have they done with Shingo? I thought you were going to say, what have they done to New Japan, but also, yes. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, it's like the elite left, and so did my interest. Uh, who did we not mention? Oh, strong openweight champion. Well, that's tied into Tony Khan's triple crown thing that he's promoting that's not a real triple crown, but it's going to be like all Japan's triple crown. Yeah. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling champ is Taichi. Um, what else is there that we didn't mention? Oh, six-man champs, which is... I don't know why these are still a thing. It feels like they don't care about it. Okada, Tanahashi, and Aishi are your never six-man champs. That's what Okada's doing, huh? Okay. <laughs> well, he's facing Danielson in a singles match. Well, you're saying all these rumours about Okada's times coming to an end at New Japan. <laughs> I love that he did an interview saying, I don't even hate Impact. What I really hate is TNA, and then Impact's like, we're changing back to TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting there's nothing announced for the women's yet. Uh, mm. IWGP women's champ Mayu Iyatami and strong women's champ is Julia. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on there either. Mm. Rumors Julia's contract's coming up soon from what I've heard online as well. Yep. She'd be... I say she'd be a good fit for AEW, but where the fuck is Britt Baker. Oh, that's right. Apparently she got fined for speaking out online that she got no promo time this year. Well, I mean, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's damn true. It's like, almost like AEW decided, hey, you know all those people we were heavily pushing when we were at our peak? Let's not do anything with those people. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you look at 2021... You're thinking of, like, Britt Baker. You're thinking of, like, Hangman in the spotlight. You're thinking of, like, FTR having matches. Uh, what the fuck are those people up to? Like, Hangman's starting to get a bit of spotlight, but for most of the year, he did fucking nothing. If you were to ask me what Hangman has done this year, I would say float around the mid-card and then feuded with Swerve. Exactly. And that's without bringing up his cage match in front of me to actually see well, what he, he did. He didn't, he didn't fucking float in the mid-card. He was fucking doing meaningless fucking six-mans with the Bucks for most of the year. Oh, fuck. The Ring of Honor six-man champs. I completely forgot about that. And that's only like two months ago. Speaking of how meaningless Ring of Honor is... Perfect. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, speak Ring of Honor final battle. Are you watching? Are you interested? Um, when is it this weekend? Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm not watching that shit. Um, You'll be watching the test match from Perth? I probably will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this coming Ring of Honor final battle coming. Uh, the venue is the Curtis Corwell Center in Garland, Texas. Uh, the center is reported to hold 8,500 
uh, and can be configured to host anywhere between 6,860 for a fixed seat arena to 8,500 full capacity. Now, this coming from WrestleTix. Noted right. the show has sold 2,250 free tickets and there are 1,469 tickets left. It is set up for 3,722. That is 1.5K tickets to sell in two days. Jesus Christ. Holy shit, this is far worse than even I thought. Yep, that is not good. Okay, matches announced. Yeah, matches announced. We have the survival of the fittest finals for the vacant Ring of Honor World Television title. Dalton Castle versus Commander versus Carl Fletcher versus Lee Johnson versus Lee Moriarty versus To Be Determined. At this rate, the way Tony Khan's been booking, what's the bet To Be Determined is Samoa Joe who wins this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I was just about to ask you who is the most likely person to come out okay if it's I would say I would not put it past him given the past couple of months but um, yeah, other but... than Joe who do you think it could be I was going to say shouldn't this be Mark Briscoe's spot but then I just looked down the card oh yeah they're doing the Jay Briscoe memorial yeah. I, okay, that's fine. That is a very good spot for Mark, obviously. But it feels Jesus. like it should have been his crowning moment to win the world title at final battle. This might be a good spot to debut someone. But I don't know who you could debut. And if they're going to debut for Ring of Honor, it might as well. It shouldn't be like a big, big name. It should be like an up and comer sort of thing. But who do they have? They have such a big roster, and most of them they don't even use. Mm. Um, like, yeah. this would be a good... I wouldn't mind it if, like, fucking Nick Wayne entered this and won the TV title. Just like his father. Did he win that? No, 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 no. Just like, you know, Christian. Oh, yeah, yeah. TNT yeah. champion. Yeah. Ring of Honor, Honor Club champion. Yeah, fucking nice. Oh, actually, that, that is a really good choice. I like that, but we're probably going to get Lee Moriarty wins TV title. Fucking action Andretti. Yeah, probably. Uh, second um, match. Is Daniel the... Garcia on this card? Because he's the sort of guy they should be building Ring of Honor around, but they're not. He's now just Fandango. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, I do have today's Ring of Honor matchup announcements, and we can go over that in a sec. I think he's on tonight's Honor Club TV, but not the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, second match is Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor. Didn't okay. we do this last year? Yeah, I feel like I've seen it before. <laughs> I feel like we saw it as soon as Keith Lee came back after the swerve breakup. They had a match. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, at least he's not grey beard with a cape anymore. Yeah. Third match, an I quit match of 
Ethan Page versus Tony Nese with Smart Mark in Tony Nese's corner. I mean, it's good to see Smart Mark still doing stuff. Um, hang on. Who's who's the heel in this? I haven't watched Ring of Honor, so is Ethan no, Page a face? I'm guessing Ethan Page is now the face and Tony Nese with Smart Mark is the heel. Yeah, okay. All right, there I, must be there's some whole fucking story I've missed out on here. <laughs> I have Ring of Honor on a club and I barely watch Ring of Honor because every week somewhere in AEW it's like Ring of Honor champion, Ring of Honor wrestler, blah de blah de blah. Okay, here's I'll skip down to match number six as the listing here. Now, Hero Del Vaquino, the AAA mega champion, will defend against Impact's own. Black Taurus. Okay. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, I like that. Now, mm. here's where you could go one of two ways with headlining this show. Athena, the defending women's champ for like over a year, it feels like at this stage, against Billy Starks. Big Billy Starks, yeah. I fucking hated that line. So shit. It, it it exposed how over Billy Starks isn't because no one fucking reacted to it. Well, that's the problem too. The cross-promotion is with the, the world champ, the pure champ, the tag champ, the TV champ. The women's champ like might come on once a month and it's on oh. Rampage. It's not on the two main shows. Exactly. Um... Billy Starks wins here, but I don't know if this main this main events. I feel like it should, but I don't know if it does. Just given how the other match to headline, everyone's from AEW. Yeah, Danielson's got to be headlining a Ring of Honor pay per view. Come on now. Yeah. So the other match that could headline is the Jay Briscoe Memorial Fight Without Honor. That'll see FTR. Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwoods teaming with Mark Briscoe versus Blackpool Combat Club, Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli. I mean, that'll be a, a great match, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. That'll be uh, very blood-filled. I'm surprised Mox isn't one of the participants in that match. Hang on, who's the pure champ? Is that you, that's still? What I'm, that, uh That's what I'm just about to check. Sorry, I was just looking that up. Uh, champions. Current champs. So, pure champ is still Will of Yuta, yes. Mm. That's not being defended on this show. Ring of Honor world champion. Not defended on this show because that's intertwined with the... Uh, Continental Collision Classic. tournament. Uh, yeah, Continental Classic. Ring of Honor world tag team champs. One's injured and one got attacked last week on AEW, so they're both out of action. Ring of Honor six-man tag team champs. Well, they're all around, and I don't know of any injuries, but they've got nothing to do on this show. Fucking hell. You have one championship of Ring of Honor being defended on what is their biggest show of the year, being the women's championship. And you have one other championship being decided because it was vacated a month ago. Dude, this sucks. 
fucking dumb. Okay, so his This is all dumb. Here's tonight's uh Ring of Honor TV card, and you tell me if some of these would look better on pay-per-view. We have a proving ground match of Eddie Kingston, Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion against Evil Uno. Mm. We have a proving ground match of Willa Yuta against Jason Giga in a pure rules match. I don't even know who the fuck that is. We have Rachel Allering against Ty Valkyrie. I forgot she's signed. (laughs) Which one? Both? No, I don't think Ellering is. Okay. Layla Hurst in action. Mm. The Righteous in action. Fucking should have put the tag belts on them. Yep. Dalton Castle and the boys against the Iron Savages and Jack Jamison. Okay. Like, um, I'm not going to say that's much better. Jesus Christ, who the fuck watches this product? The half the reason I still have it is because of the archive. <laughs> yeah, um, go on an old Briscoe's match and go and watch that. Like yeah. it, I wouldn't be opposed to Kingston saying, "Hey, I'll have a proving ground match on the pay per view because these titles are tangled up in the tournament." Or Wheeler having a pure rules match and Mox being the one in the fight without honor. Mm. Dude, Ring of Honor just sucks right now. Yeah, and it's no sad. Shit. It's sad to see a company that should be so much better, and it is going to fail. You get big time. You can see it. It's like you've seen those clips online of like people where they knock out bricks on the bottom of the silo, and then it just sort of falls over. Yep. And you can see it's starting to fall. That's what I fear is happening with Ring of Honor. And it, yeah, it is no longer Ring of Honor. It's just AEW presents Ring of Honor. Outrageous. Yeah. Um, anything you're excited for there, my guy? Moving on. <laughs> Royal yeah. Rimble. The Royal Rimble. Um, the Rimbles coming up, I guess, yeah. There's nothing really announced for it yet. I think we'll be back to preview that anyway. I'll yeah, be back um, to preview that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just having a quick look here. Nothing, yeah, nothing confirmed. Coming from Where is it? Carner Field. Oh. St. Petersburg, Florida. Australia oh, Day you, long weekend for us. Uh, you for do us know... You do know what Tropicana Field was once known as? No. The Thunderdome. Oh, it was too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick little check, I suppose, before we uh, we. Uh, so actually, sign off. that's Tropicana Field's second rumble in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Oh, yeah, you're right. It says here uh, it will be the second, oh, as long as my mouse doesn't move, second <laughs> Royal Rumble to be held at the stadium after the 2021 event. Uh, it will be the first with live fans due to the pandemic. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I suppose two little things to touch on here. Yeah, this will 
be the last time me and Alex talk until the uh, the new year. So there's that. Go get your Fugs merch. Well, your wrestling all style merch. Fugs merch coming soon, perhaps. But uh, you're not going over to Perth for Elimination Chamber. Nah, it's Corners wants too much, don't they? Greedy pricks. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, no. I'd rather spend my money, go down, visit people next year. Uh, have you seen, oh, what is it? Is it Slam Wrestling of Canberra's going to bet on? I think it's this weekend, 1,500 tickets already sold. Um, no, I haven't seen that. But okay, give me a second. Yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, no, I haven't heard anything about that, to be honest. Uh, sorry, my typing's a bit slow today because I broke my hand. Oh, shit. How'd you do that? Uh, I slammed it in a door. Uh, there we Probably don't do that again. Well, yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Slam Pro Wrestling League. The event is Rage in the Cage. Main event, Mikey Broderick, the champion, defending against Luke Watts in a steel cage match. Uh, they'll have a live stream of this on their YouTube starting at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Da, 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 da. It does say on here um, somewhere. Yeah, here we go. 1,500 plus fans will be in attendance at Slam. Uh, surpassed another milestone and will be attended by a record 1,500 fans. That has to be one of the biggest independent Australian wrestling shows of the modern era. Mm. The only other one I can think of that comes off the top of my head is that, um, uh, what is it, the basketball arena show that PCW runs? I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but they ran it for like two years. They got 2,000 fans, just over 2,000 fans the first year they did and went head-to-head with Melbourne's Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, hang on, it's probably in uh, the Wazzies. Yeah. Uh, um, Grand Slam, that's it. PCW Grand Slam. So it's the biggest... It's definitely the biggest independent event I know of post-COVID lockdowns and restrictions. And one of the biggest ones outside of the main wrestling um, companies. Yeah. Like, this company has just seemed to spring up and just grow and grow and grow over the past year. And yes, we haven't really been talking much Aussie wrestling on the, the podcast because of everything else going on. We're just trying to get one show a week to you guys, but yeah. Um, oh, that's the other thing. Um, OPW, Ballarat, Conrad presents uh, whatever it is. Starcast. Starcade. Starcast, yes. Uh, are you going to that or probably not? Um, when is it again? Um, I can find that too, I think. Uh, no, oh, well, I can touch on that too before I finish. April 10 through 15. Yeah, I can't do April, but, um, yeah, I, I would if I didn't have prior engagements around that time period, but, yeah, because that would be good. 
Just to meet Brett would be cool. I know. I want to go. And then it's like, Connors, here's your price. Yeah. Fucking bricks. Okay. uh, Last thing here. Four Queensland independent groups are working together, joining forces, uh, known as Queensland Strong, the working partnership between uh, Pro Wrestling League, Wide Bay Pro Wrestling, Queensland Wrestling Alliance and uh, United Pro Wrestling enter into a landmark agreement for 2024. Basically just goes through, says uh, they agree that the titles and talents can be shared and defended on each other's events moving forward. Uh, Quoted here from PWL spokesman, we feel this landmark deal is something that will benefit fans all over Queensland. So that goes um, PWL's sort of Gold Coast, United Pro, if I'm remembering correctly, United Pro is Brisbane, Wide Bay is your Bundaberg type area, and Queensland Wrestling Alliance, I believe, is like Townsville, Cairns sort of area. So it stretches from that New South Wales, Queensland border all the way up towards the tip of Queensland. Yeah. So as somebody who's lived in Queensland a number of years and understands how far away you are from the state capital now, that is a good move. Yeah, for sure. Be good good to see some of the wrestlers get around to the regional centres every now and then. But um yeah. Oh my god, I just realized Slam Pro Wrestling League Canberra has basically sold half the amount of tickets as Ring of Honor final battle this weekend. Outrageous. Actually, they've sold better than half. They've sold 1.5K. Ring of Honor's sold 2.2K. That's fucking outrageous. They're within 800 tickets of surpassing Ring of Honor in ticket sales. Unreal. (laughs) Well, if that wasn't a sign that Ring of Honor is dead, I don't know what else is. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Alex will be taking a few weeks off. I'll be back next week to definitely talk Ring of Honor final battle and the TV leading up to it. Uh, depending on how busy work gets, I may or may not be back in between our final battle show and our show talking World's End and uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom. But and with that, uh, Alex... I might, I might be back for World's End if it's worth talking about. <laughs> Alex, anything else to add this week? Uh, no, I think that's just about it covered. Um, yeah, I think we'll just go in the sign off. Um, yeah, you can find me on all social media at Fruity is Alex. You can find us at wrestling at wrestling Ozstar with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, wrestling Ozstar. And you can find Chris at, at I'm Chris Funder on Twitter. Come tell me why Ring of Honor deserves to still be a company because I'm questioning its very existence at this point. You can go back, listen to the Wrestling All Star <laughs> Archive for free on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Podbean. Yes, we're still on Podbean. We love you listeners on Podbean. Or using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast of choice and occasional content on YouTube. There is nothing now left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
uh, happy holidays to everyone. And uh, I'll probably say, say and speak to you all in the new year. Much love, humans. Much love.